All right, everybody, it is draft day. We got a draft party going here at uh, Draft Central. This yeah. is this is the player's house, and we are watching the NFL draft at 8 o'clock from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are excited to see what happens with this. Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Luke, what are you most yeah. looking forward to about the draft? Um, best day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited uh, just to see all of this, and I'll have my spreadsheets pulled up. I'll probably have some interesting reactions to some picks. Yep. Um, I got my mock draft. So let's take a all, look. All my sources. Let's take a look at that mock draft. Who? So the, so the Panthers are on the clock right now. We'll we have it on in the background. We'll keep you guys posted as it goes. But so the first of all, the compensation for the for the Panthers pick came in the form of a second round pick this year. Um, they swapped first round picks, and then they also got a second round pick next year as well as DJ Moore. So that pretty, is pretty pretty good haul would, for the first pick. I, yeah, it is. It is. And who do you have going first? I have Bryce Young going. That's that's yeah. most con- like it's most likely most consensus that it's yeah. going to be Bryce Young, and especially with like you said, with as much as they traded to get up to that number one spot. They have to have somebody. It has they, to be somebody. They've known who they're going to pick. Yeah, while. yeah. Either either it has to be Bryce Young or they know something about C.J. Stroud or somebody else that everybody else missed, you know. I, I think right. it just about has to be Bryce Young. Yeah. Um. Listen, You guys listen to my quarterbacks episode. I do have C.J. Stroud as the number one quarterback in the class. Um. I like him just because he's the accuracy is just, like, unreal. Um, having 70% completion percentage in 21, and then you may, I think even better, or not better, but similar last year. Let's see, I have it on my spreadsheet here. Uh, 66% completion percentage this year, so accuracy is un- unreal. And then obviously Bryce Young won the Heisman over him in 21, mm-hmm. and the arm talent is incredible on him because he can really just make any throw on the field. But, um, you know, the potential that Stroud showed in that playoff game was really... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What, how do you, if, if it is, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where they get picked. But comparing Young and Stroud, it's, because, because that's, I feel like it has to be Young because, because of all that Carolina traded for it. But mm-hmm. also, how do yeah. you think that, if it is, how do you think that he would fit with the Panthers? Um, well, I'm, I mean, I like that though giving away DJ Moore makes it a little bit hard for him because he was kind of their, their major weapon that they had. So, um, the weapons surrounding him are going to be significantly, I guess, worse is kind of the only way to say that, but you know, because, because Carolina was what were they last year? Just a couple games shy of the playoffs. I mean, it, granted, it was in the South. I mean, the South, obviously. Which, any team could have won that. Yeah. But, but um, any team could win it again next year. You give them a good quarterback and, you know, see how see mm-hmm. how they pad out the rest of their roster and the rest of the draft. Yeah, 7-10. and 7-10. Um, and 10. So, I mean, if you, if you get significantly better at the quarterback position, I mean, granted, that's saying a lot because we're not going to really know about Bryce Young until he takes snap one, if it is Bryce Young. We're still yeah. still got six minutes on the clock, but right. Um, my they did add Matt Miles Sanders at running back, so that's that's something. And then you've got Adam Thielen and DJ Shark at wide receiver, so not terrible. Oh, I forgot they have Thielen. Yeah, that'll be 
something. <laughs> I mean, he's a good slot guy. He's a guy that can find the end zone. He's a I mean, as, fun guy to have on fantasy for sure. But as a primary wide receiver, right? He will give Not a as lot a yards. yeah. <laughs> um, they got a Quanu last year in the draft, so they they got some protection on his left side. I, yeah. I think he did pretty well. Defense is mid. Yeah. Not great. Um, So here's my question, Luke. The pick is in. We don't know who it is yet, but but why take seven and a half minutes? I don't know. They, <laughs> I'm not in, I mean, I, I understand especially why, for the number one overall pick because it's you like, know it is. yeah, you've you have you don't you you've done all of your research. What's that extra seven minutes gonna get you? That's I don't I don't get that. Just for the drama to build, I guess. I guess they get they get paid they get paid a little extra by commercials and companies and mm -hmm. so they can show all of Bryce Young's season and yeah. your highlights. <laughs> get everybody bought in. Watch all show every little inch of his suit, you know. <coughs> That's quite the suit. Yeah. Bryce Young is wearing a what what color pink. would you just pink? I guess. <laughs> yeah. Pink maybe, suit. Maybe maybe salmon. <laughs> If the Carolina Panther was ticking, sticking its tongue out, that's the color you'd expect it to be. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a white suit, and he threw it in the wash with his Alabama jersey. <laughs> probably. That's probably what it was. You know, guaranteed, actually. Um, and we're going to get a selection here, it looks like. All right, pick is in. Who's it going to be? Looks like Adele's walking up to the stage. Got to practice my play-by-play -play for baseball. There's the chime. Here he is. Yep. There it is. There he is. Bryce Young. Oh, his coach wore a pink suit too. Yeah, more pink. Very, very pink. <laughs> yeah, saving. Um, a little bit more about the player Bryce Young. Yeah, uh, let's hear it. Major concern about him is probably his size. Uh, 5'10 is not very big. I mean, we've seen small quarterbacks have success, but not a ton of them. Like, obviously, Russell Wilson is a bit of an outlier, and Kyler Murray's had some success, too. But um, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, yeah. So, size isn't everything. It's not necessarily the size that concerns me as much as, like, durability. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't really have much durability issues in uh, college, but, you know... As he has trouble putting the hat on. <laughs> Should have cut his hair. Yeah. Um, but definitely knew he was going there. Anyways, but the arm talent is incredible. Like, watching his bowl game, he could really, like, he could sling to any area of the field, all corners. It's incredible. I, I hope for Carolina that it's not... I mean, when you just look at what they traded to get this number one pick, you're not just betting on Bryce Young being good, but you're betting on him being good for a long time. Great. Yeah, being great for a long time. And and look at Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray is incredible. So fast, game changer. He didn't play much last year. He's not going to play much this year. Who knows how many more seasons he's got in him if he wants to just go play baseball or something. So, uh -huh. 
those are all things that you have to think about. Now, I think I think Bryce Young is uh, a lot better of a, you know, better leadership qualities, probably more committed to the game of football than Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change the fact that when you're 5'10", 200 pounds, and you get drilled by a 6'6", 300-pound defensive lineman, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't take that quite as well as somebody that's 6'4", 250, you right. know? Like, CJ Stroud is incredible size. Yeah. For the position, so that's well, he's just a more about. solid guy. I mean, I mean, Bryce Young's not small by any means, but like, I mean, you look at Jalen Hurts, that dude can take a hit, mm-hmm. and yeah. and he can deliver a hit. Bryce Young is Bryce Young is not going to get you a lot of a lot of third and ones like we saw in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I do have a Stroud over Young in my rankings, but I do think both of them are going to have success. Like. It's not that I think Bryce Young won't be successful. I think he's yeah. incredible. So, so here's here's the question now. Houston's on the clock. Are they going to go for C.J. Stroud? Or are they going to go for a defensive player? Um, I think they're they'll probably get Stroud. I would be surprised if it isn't. I but, think I think they got to go for a defensive player. If I was if I was the GM at Houston, I would say you know how good that USC quarterback is going to be next year. Mm-hmm. We're going to wait for Caleb Williams. We got so much work to do. Pick is because in already, so. Not much of a delay. No. They, I bet you they take C.J. Stroud. I think so, too. I mean, I think Will Anderson is, to me, the best player in the draft. Like, all, all positions, I think he is the best player in the draft. Um, just the to play in the SEC at Alabama, where you're sharing tackles with everybody, <coughs> and have, like, 14 sacks in a season, with good tackle production, too, like 58 tackles, and then come back the next year, where everybody already knows you're the right. pl- main player and gets ten sacks again. So right. like, yeah. To me, Will Anderson's probably the best player in the draft, but I think, like, it's gonna be hard to bear another season with Davis Mills at quarterback. So, I don't know. I think they take Stroud. Uh, one thing I hope it isn't is like Will Levis. Or Anthony Richardson, that would I f- would feel bad for the Texans fans. Here's the thing, though, for even for even for C.J. Stroud, if it if you get a quarterback and it doesn't work out, you know, if you get a defensive tackle and get a quarterback next year, that doesn't negate what happened this year. But if you pick a quarterback this year and it doesn't work out, you got to spend your first round pick on a quarterback again next year. Yeah, right. So. Now, the Texans do have multiple first-round picks. Right. So, so they're going to have another couple of cracks at good players, which, which they need, because I would say that they are the most talent-depleted team in the league. Would you say that's fair? Absolutely. It's just not even close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not close. They have they're, holes to fill all terrible. over their roster. Like, basically, any position you want to draft. You could call it a position of need. Like, it was more so last year. They added some talented players here and there, but like, you could take any position and it would fill a need. So yeah. Um, but yeah. but when it comes to rebuilding, I mean, unless there's a clear cut, I mean, if Bryce Young was still on the table, you could make the claim that he's a a guy that can turn a franchise around. Do you think C.J. Stroud or any of the other quarterbacks have that upside potential? Um, you're talking about Stroud. Does he have that? Yeah. Do you think he's got just? I mean, in the way, in the same way that 
you know, the the Colts grabbed Peyton Manning back in '98, and mm-hmm. they were uh, six and ten his first year. But he rode it through that, and they had a winning season the rest right, of the time yeah. he was starter. And, and Trevor Lawrence is another guy who wasn't, right, wasn't yep. great as rookie. Like weather, he was weather fine. the storm fine, went to a wasn't. horrible team, but but weathered the storm enough to turn a franchise around. Burrow, yeah, Joe Burrow, exactly the same. I mean, his was sort of injured, but but, you know, but same deal. That's that's three guys. Uh, how many other quarterbacks get picked early and hung out to dry? Here it is. And yep. CJ Stroud's yeah. a Texan. Okay. That is the right choice to me. I, I don't know about that, and and here's and here's why. CJ Stroud, for now, now granted, he played really well in the semifinal game, mm-hmm. and that's probably what a lot of people are basing this on. But outside of that semifinal game, he had a more talented roster than. Every other team he played. You can't say that he's that had that much more talent around him than Bryce Young, though. I'm I'm not, but I'm saying you look at you stack up Ohio State's roster compared to Iowa's mm-hmm. or yeah. Purdue's yeah. or Indiana's. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's And so so when you when you think C.J. Stroud, you think best player on a team that's quite a bit better than the rest in their conference. Now he's going to need to be the best player on a team that is less talented than everyone else in not only their division but the league. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure to put on a young quarterback. Uh-huh. And, I mean, and is C.J. Stroud something special, or is he just the next Justin Fields, just the next Dwayne Haskins? You can't love Justin Fields and Dwayne Haskins together. That great, is that's great, a crime. Great Ohio State quarterbacks that went in the first round. Was Haskins wasn't in the first round, was he? He was first round. Yeah. So but Haskins was not good. No, he was not. Fields was better, and I think he will be good this year. I I think Fields is going to be a good quarterback. The Bears could win that division. Possibly. He did I mean, get sacked ninety times last year. Right. Yeah. And he didn't play all of their games. I don't think he was. I just, the I'm just saying, going, thing. going from, going from Ohio State, the last two quarterbacks that went from Ohio State to the NFL did not see a lot of success. And can you, can you, off the top of your head, can you think of an Ohio State quarterback that did make it in the league? Um, no, not off the top of my head. I mean, I'm not good with the older names, but it's a, it's a little bit of a. You know, there's there's lots of yeah. great players from it, and honestly, before, I mean, you're bef- making me think for sure. <laughs> before before Tua and Mac Jones, there wasn't a lot of Alabama quarterbacks that made it in the league. But it's just because they're they're consistently good programs that send a lot of guys through. A lot of times, guys in the NFL are are quarterbacks that were the MVP on their team. I mean, you look at uh, Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. Not a lot of talent around him, but he was he was the best thing on that team. Mm-hmm. You look at uh, Aaron Rodgers back in his Cal days. You know he wasn't surrounded by NFL talent, but he he was the best player on that team. I mean Josh Allen at Wyoming. You look at a lot of these guys that that are doing well in the league now, and it's it's not not a lot of them had an easy route per se in college. The thing with Stroud, I would say, is, like, I think the untapped potential is a big part. Like, he's polished and productive in college, but 
like what he showed in that playoff game against True. a good a Georgia team, which is right. Basically, That's, all eleven of their starters are right. going to be in they'll, the league. They'll be he'll be seeing those guys again. Yeah, um, and what he I'm not a huge fan of putting like too much in just like one game, but at the same time, like you look at that untapped potential and. I think Fields has that still, too, that he's still breaking into with the Bears. Sure, sure. Um, I think that kind of potential makes him worthy of a top-two pick, and I don't think that Caleb Williams is that much better than C.J. Stroud. I mean, he, he obviously Williams probably going to be a first-round pick, barring something crazy. I mean, Drake right. May from North Carolina is really good, too. True. I yeah. mean, hopefully he's not the next and... Mitch Trubisky out of <laughs> Carolina. I don't even want to say it. Yeah. But we, but we got a whole nother season to get through too. You know, right, we could, yeah. a lot could happen this year. If, if USC keeps losing to Utah twice, that might say something about Williams too. Right. So, which, if anyone forgot, <coughs> I picked both times, Uh-oh. and Luke did not. Okay. Moving on to the Cardinals selection here. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> uh, I have Will Anderson here. Yeah. Best, like I said, best player in the draft to me overall. I mean, you would have had consideration for Jalen Carter here, but the questions with the maturity is probably dropping him a hair. Now, explain that situation to some of the listeners that maybe don't know what what's uh, um, what all happened. If it's if it's safe for the ears of our audience. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not like uh, I don't know the story super well. Um, he was tied into a car accident that killed somebody. Oh, um, that's right. With Georgia players. Um, I don't, he didn't end up criminally charged at all. Um. But it was the sort of thing that's just kind of fishy. And, right. And, yeah, not a lot of details let out about it. Right. Kind of, um, yeah. And Combine didn't participate in drills, um, which... You know, lots of people don't participate in drills, but um, I don't know. You kind of there's kind of the aura about him. I mean, all the people at Georgia say he's a great guy, so he he might still be a great guy. But as far as being able to mature the and like be mature enough to handle the rigors and oh, we got a trade. We got a trade. The Cardinals traded their pick. The Texans. No way. No shot. Oh my god. What did they have to give up for that? Back to back second and third pick. Oh my god. What? What? <laughs> Holy cow. What did they just trade? Ugh. They gotta be going okay. Anderson. They gotta be going out. Oh my goodness. That's Holy huge. Cow. Okay. If the Texans want to not be the worst team in the league, they're going this all is, in. This is step one. They're all in. <laughs> they're they're trying to scrape themselves off the bottom of the barrel. Wow. Oh my! Like, they're not interested in having the second pick next year. That's for sure. Oh wow! No kidding. Well, okay. They believe in C.J. Stroud. They're, yeah. They're, they're all in on Stroud. They completely sold on Caleb Williams, which. Kudos. Like, yeah, if, I mean, if you're going to do something, do Stick it. to your like, guns. Yeah, go all in. Jump into the deep end of that pool. Wow. At the very least, you can say you weren't. Okay, now, now, have we? do we have any details yet? Because I'm guessing maybe they just traded up with their, what did they have, the 12? 12, I think. Let me check. 
Yeah, 12. Um, yeah, so they got to be going after Will Anderson here. Um, <coughs> what else? It's got to be. And their pick is in already. Yep. So they I knew mean, they, they were going to do this. They knew who they were going for, and they probably already talked it over. The oh, Cardinals. wow. And, I mean, the Cardinals didn't have, like, they could get Anderson. They're not, like, they don't have a super huge need for him, but. Here's the thing. The Cardinals grossly underperformed this year. They, I know, and their roster isn't even that terrible. Their ro- so. That's And so it makes sense for them to trade down. Because, right. because yeah, if, if they can. You're counting on this year being a fluke, sort of. Sort of, yeah. Which I, I believe that's general consensus, but here comes it Goodell. Is. I guarantee it's Will Anderson. Yep. Best player in the draft. Yeah. Um, I want to look at his stats. That's all right. That's impressive. He's he's got to be the best player in the draft to me. Like I I don't know what common opinion is on it, but like he's incredible. Like to get that many sacks on a prime SEC team, one of the best teams in the country. I mean, oh my goodness, the Texans are—they just Texans are here to win this year. Wow, that's um, crazy. Well, and look 17, at seventeen sacks in twenty twenty one. Look, look at the rest of their 10 division. Sacks last year. Look at the rest of their division because you got you got the the Jaguars, which are you know. Definitely on the upward trend, but right, we're right. we're not great two years ago. Mm-hmm. You look at Indianapolis; they're who knows what they end up doing with. They got the next pick, right? Um, so we'll see what they do, but they've got some work to do. the The Titans are kind of, you know, all around. This it's a. I can't believe I'm almost ready to say it's a winnable division. They could compete for it. I don't think they could. They could be a yet, seven and ten type of, you know, like the Jets were this year, where the Jets were making some noise. Mm-hmm. But, but even that, getting getting the Texans to win seven games, that's a huge step forward for them. If, mm-hmm. I mean, how many games they probably won seven games in the last four years combined? <clears throat> yeah, three years at least. I mean. I mean, the last year, the last year that they had, uh, I can't even think of his name because he's such a dirty quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. The last year they had Deshaun Watson, they only won four games, and it's been down ever since then. Yeah, two years with Davis Mills. I mean, maybe ten, seven, eight wins in yeah. the last three years. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Uh, um, the question with the mock draft is, if Anderson, I have Anderson going at three, if it's a different team, does it still count as a right pick? I think it counts. Me too. <laughs> we'll give you that. We'll give Luke, if again, if you listen, to last, if you listen to last year's football season, we have to give Luke all the help that we can when it comes to uh, getting picks right, so... How? Um, I'm just saying, if everybody if everybody picked the way I told them to pick, they'd all be state champions by now. 
All right, Indianapolis is on the clock. Do you think they're going to go quarterback? I would say probably Will Levis. You mean Will Levis? <laughs> I listened to a bunch of podcasts, but I only read it for the first time yesterday, and I was like, hey, Will Levis. everyone is saying that name wrong. <laughs> Will Levis quarterback. <sighs> Tell us a little bit about Will Levis. What do you what do you got on on your spreadsheet for that guy? I mean, I I can't click on his ESPN link because it's got what team he's playing for right now on it probably. Ah. Huh. Um, but last year he was really good. I mean, 65 percent completion percentage. Maybe not really good. I kind of just said that to fill words, but um. But at Kentucky, right? At Kentucky. Now did he transfer? He was, um, yeah, he was at Penn State for two years, came to Kentucky for two years. Um, ten interceptions, 65% completion percentage. Not ideal accuracy numbers, but not terrible. Um, you're drafting on potential here for sure. sure. I mean, had he performed like he was supposed to, he would definitely be the pick here. But he kind of underperformed a little bit, was nursing a little bit of injury, minor injuries throughout the whole year, so... You're counting on that being part of it, and coaching is going to be a huge part sure. of this too with Jeff Saturday, interestingly enough. So that'll be his first huge test is Levis can be great, but he's going to need good coaches. Yeah. Um, he's got cra- crazy arm talent. I mean, I've heard him compared to as the a more athletic Kirk Cousins or otherwise a Derek Carr. That's, you um, know, that actually is was – I was – thinking about that as I was driving over here that was going to be my my comparison question for you is, is in, any of these to be rookie quarterbacks do you see them as better than Kirk Cousins because um, I feel like Kirk Cousins now he's the standard I got, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my Vikings friends mad but I do feel like he's kind of middle of the league he, where the, you, you don't let me put it this way you don't want to draft you don't want to waste a first round draft on a quarterback that is not as good as Kirk Cousins. Right. If you got a first-round draft pick that was equal to Kirk Cousins, you'd be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Because because Kirk Cousins can, I mean, he can win a lot of games. He can he can do well in playoff situations. Mm-hmm. He can just be, he's a solid guy. He does, he doesn't lose games. He's, I don't know, we might have to yeah. debate this at some point. Is he, is he better than uh, Alex Smith? <laughs> because Alex Smith is like the go-to, like, He'll never lose you a game. He won't win you right. a lot of games, but he'll, he won't lose you a game. Here it is, Colts. No. Ugh. It is going to be a – okay. It's going to be a long 10 years the, for the Colts. The, the Texans just jumped the Colts. <laughs> the Colts are now the worst team in the South. <laughs> okay. I was just going to say this about Anderson. When you're talking about the Kirk Cousins thing, there's n- there's no way he's Kirk Cousins. He's either going to be out of the league in two, three years, he's going to be the next James Winston, or he's going to be the greatest quarterback we've ever seen in the NFL. I mean, the athleticism is unreal um, for him. Like, ran a crazy combat, combine time and uh, rushed for 654 yards last year. So the leg talent is there, but the accuracy is, let's just say, not there. Um, 53% completion percentage. 
Um, everybody else, um, CJ Stroud, 66. Bryce Young, 64. Will Levis, 65. Hendon Hooker is actually 69. And yeah. then 53 for... 53. Um, like, that's barely completing now, half your passes. Now, now, here's... Can you think of another Florida quarterback that was drafted in the first round? <laughs> that completed 50% of his passes? That wore number 15? Tim Tebow? Yeah. And how did that work out? Well, it worked out great until they upgraded to Peyton Manning. I mean, he won a lot of games in the last two minutes. But, but then... A lot of people say that that was a lot more about the defense of that team than, than what he did. But I don't know. I mean, that's. I don't know. Um, I I don't. You have to. You have to be able to. With fifty three percent of passes completed in college, Luke and I were talking about this on Wednesday. <coughs> the, the statistical middle ground of of NFL for completion percentage is seventy percent. So he's got a lot of work to do if he wants to keep his job in the NFL. I mean. Watching these highlight series is, like, so impressive. But I remember watching, I think it was maybe Florida State game. He went on a stretch where he threw, like, ten straight incompletions and he couldn't just not find anybody. So, like, you're going to have these incredible runs of plays where he's delivering strikes, making fake jump spin passes, and eluding defenders and scoring touchdowns. But then you're going to have the... 10 straight incompletions streak. So I feel like you're describing thing. Tommy Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> because because I spent a lot of time in the offseason watching highlights of Tommy Armstrong and watching him run all around and do amazing things with his feet and completing 99-yard passes. And then yeah, you would watch a game and he would there would be 11 or 12 incomplete passes in a row or, you know, three interceptions or just a couple of 500 balls. So, I don't know. That's pretty pretty gutsy move by Indianapolis. Right. Um, let me pull up my last, last year's spreadsheet. I want to compare his stat line to um, Malik Willis from last uh, year. Yeah, because you had said that earlier. I was like, that's a, that feels like a good comparison, like, which I, everyone was pretty hyped about Malik Willis last year as, like, the consensus. He was the second-best quarterback in the draft last year. And he didn't see the field until later in the year, and he could not do anything. Yeah, I he mean, struggled it was sure. really hard sledding for him in Tennessee. Um, it's been a little slow here, but okay, we got it. Um, oh, completion percentage went down over years. Sixty-one percent isn't awful, but it's not great. Twelve interceptions was my, I think, my main thing on him. So on but Anthony it, Richards or Malik Willis. Willis, he threw yeah. twelve picks, and completed just sixty-one percent of his passes. So sixty-one's not great. No, um, but it's a lot um, higher than fifty-three. But it's a lot higher than fifty-three. So he's probably slightly more athletic than Malik Willis. So the stats are better now on him. Maybe but. we maybe we need to be fair for a little bit because here's here's a thought I had. All right. Anthony Richardson is a pretty athletic guy. Likes to run around. And when you're a mobile quarterback like that, you like to ad-lib a little bit. Another thing you do, you like to extend plays. So if you have the mentality of running, you also have to have the mentality of getting hit and getting sacked. Quarterbacks that don't want to get sacked throw the ball away. So how many of those incompletions were bad passes and how many of those were he didn't quite have time to get into a run or a scramble and he just threw the ball out of bounds? 
Right. I don't know. But um, at the same time... And, and drops can offer right, also right. contribute to that. But, but you really have to think about that. If you're only completing a... I mean, if it's third down, you want more than a 50% chance that the ball is going to be completed, let alone go 10 yards. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's... I'm... Feel bad for the Colts fans. <laughs> what, uh... What kind of off-the-field stuff? Do we know anything about that? Was Florida was kind of under the radar last year. I mean, they... They weren't great. They won a big game early, but other than that, they didn't really... They were like 6-6, six and six, I think, is what we saw. Um... Let's see. Um, I mean, I know he did have, he used to have a nickname, AR-15, um, but then he got rid of that nickname. They probably canceled that nickname. Yeah, and he posted on social media he didn't want to be associated with all the shootings and stuff that used that, obviously, but yeah, I don't know anything off the field about Anthony Richardson. As we have the Seahawks pick, Seahawks talk pick about is it. In. Who is it going to be? I have it, Jalen Carter. Carter. I wouldn't be surprised Tyree Wilson either. Whoa. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. Well, I do think corner is probably the biggest weakness of the Seahawks. Mm, I would not say that at all. You don't think so? Well, last year they drafted Tariq Wollen in the fifth round, and he was a pro bowler. So, with Wollen... Um, and I forget who they have opposite him. I'm well, trying to look maybe that that's right why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty to, pretty forgettable on the other side. <laughs> if if you got a pro bowler on one side, it makes it easy for the quarterback. Just throw it the other way. But I feel like for for them, um, I think interior defensive line slash edge rusher is probably a bigger need. Oh. I love Devin Witherspoon. He's super fun to watch. Um, um first play. But, but look at look at who they're going against though. You're you're in the NFC North, so you're going against some pretty high powered offenses. You got you're gonna want a corner. I mean Witherspoon would be my pick as number one corner. I didn't do tons of research, but I did do a little bit and like making plays like that that we just watched, like that's what he does. Right. Like well, I think could, he had something like eleven deflections and six interceptions. I was I was listening and to fifty eight tackles or something. Like he just makes plays. Yeah. He's always around the well, ball. and he's got instinct about it. He's he's got some of that uncoachable stuff where he can just get really good timing. You can see on in the highlights on his jumps and just reading where running backs are going and just making himself a part of the game. So I mean I mean Seattle I Seattle Seattle loves their defensive backfield. I mean, that's what got him to back-to-back Super Bowls. Right. Cam Chancellor. Yep. Um, I, can, I can talk myself. Bring him, bring him back to LOB. Um, they, uh, Kobe Bryant was sneaky pick last year. Um, not the basketball player, but the football player from Cincinnati. Um, he was fairly successful. He's currently looking at, like, probably their third corner. Mike Jackson was the guy on the other side. So well, that is filling that need. That is definitely a need for them. I saw them going into your defensive line, as you can kind of look at my sheet here. This is now, on the inside, they had they added Draymond Jones, mm-hmm. um, but Brian Moan and Jaron Reed, I don't know who those guys are. Maybe they're the best players in the NFL. But This this might be a little early to say, but but do you think, you think Johnson could drop quite a ways? Johnson? 
or Carter. Carter. Yeah, I mean it's fair as it could happen. I had a there was a mock draft where they had Kalijah Cansey from Pitt going before him. Now that is an outlier mock draft because that was weird, but um, I mean it could happen for sure. I mean I could see him going at six to Detroit here also. I can't really look at all my. De- I wish I could. I wish I could look at my depth charts right now, but I don't want to go away with picks. Um, Did I go too far? A little bit behind. Did go too far? The Detroit Lions pick. 